You are listening to Anna Letitia Cook at Women Up Radio. Good morning and welcome back to Women Framing Their Future. Today, Ruth Sachs, Principal Consultant of Boardroom Focus, and I are talking about how you talk to colleagues who are really dissatisfied or to motivate those who are ready to leave and whether we support, encourage what we do and why we do it. So, Ruth, this is quite a sensitive topic because mm. sometimes if people want to leave, it's is it better for the company? Is it better for the person? How to get the balance? But I know the complications of the pandemic have really put a spotlight on change and particularly on changing jobs. So if someone now seems to be really extremely dissatisfied with their job, where previously either they were, but they hid it, but now they're much more open about it. How can we talk to them best and how can we work with them better? Because it's stressful for us as well as them. So what do you think? I think if someone has said, I'm really unhappy with my job and I'm looking for some, I just want you to know that I'm looking elsewhere. Then if you're the team leader or the line manager, I think you should say, okay, so what is it that's making you unhappy? Because even if you can't get that person to stay, it's important that you know why they want to leave. Because if that person leaves, you don't want that to start a train of other people leaving. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And it may be that there's some interpersonal issues or there's some professional issues. You might be able to resolve the problem. But you need to have that conversation. It's not an exit interview. It's about what is it that's making you so uncomfortable that you don't want to stay with us anymore? Yeah. Yep. Is there anything we can do? How can, even if you leave, what could we do to make this working environment better for everybody? Because if you think about customer experiences, then if you go to a shop or you buy something online and you have a problem and they resolve it immediately or they take back what you bought because you didn't like it or whatever, you tell about three or four people. If you have a good shopping experience or a good meal, we only tell a few people. Yep. The minute something goes wrong, you will tell everybody who talks to you. You'll tell the person yeah. in the street, somebody who talks to you online. You'll send emails, whatever it is. If this is your organization, you want positive reviews. Yep. And being able to say, I was uncomfortable in my role. I had a conversation with the managers and not only did they support me in my move out of the organization, they actually found out why. And we looked at, you know, what else could be done going forward. So, no, there's an organization called Glassdoor, which, yes. which rates, which has ratings of organizations, which are given by people who work in them. 
And if you've had a really, really bad experience, you're more likely to write something really horrible yeah. on their reviews. Yeah. You don't want that. If it's your organisation, whoever you are, if you work for a bank or whatever it is, you don't want somebody to say, oh, they were really awful. They didn't listen to what I said, et cetera, et cetera. But you would be more than happy, I'm, I'm assuming, for, for someone to write, I wasn't very happy there, but we had a conversation about it. And it was resolved or they listened to me and things moved on in a very positive way. So I would always be open. We can't get, work isn't always perfect. Yep. We always have things we don't want to do. There are times when there are everybody else or it feels like you don't fit in or people aren't listening to you. And unless you say things, and have a conversation about it in a constructive rather than blaming way. Yep. It won't change. Yep. And what do you feel if, because with situations like this, particularly now with the pandemic and a lot of people have been working from home and you've sometimes had couples both having to work from home together all day, every day, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think I would have been able to do that with um, some of my previous partners. I think I would have found that challenging to say the least. So if we have one of our colleagues or team members who come to us saying, I want to leave, I can't stand it, this is awful, I feel terrible, whatever. If we get the feeling that it's maybe not the actual job that's the problem, but it's something deeper. Do you think we should try and delve into it? Because there's always the problem about boundaries of personal life, um, professional life. However, if it's someone that's always seemed really happy in their job, really happy with the team, and now they've come back totally dissatisfied, really upset, um, obviously, we don't know what's in their head, but if we get the feeling that, well, maybe it's because of the home environment or something that's happened outside work and they're just putting the problem onto work because it's like they're in a box and they've got nowhere else to escape, how can we manage that sort of situation? Because I've seen a lot of those types of problems recently. I think you have to take a step back and you have to think about what's the relationship I have with this person. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a relationship of trust? Is there open and honest communication? And your answers to those questions will guide the boundaries of the conversation. Yeah. So if as a line manager or as if as a member of staff, you've all, you've always got on well with the person that you're talking to about your dissatisfaction you will you will frame your conversation around that so you will be able to say look this stuff has been going on at work we've had all these deadlines it's been really difficult to meet the deadlines because at home I have x y and z that I'm having to deal with and that's that if you're the person who's dissatisfied how much you share it is surely your choice yeah if you don't want to share it, that's fine. But you're being very clear that there are 
professional issues and there's some personal concerns that make your working life really uncomfortable at the moment yeah. and if you're if you're being honest and open about saying i don't want to work here anymore then what you say to your line manager or your colleagues has to follow the same route yeah. that's your choice i can tell you about this i can, you know i'm only here to talk to you about my working life yeah. fine i actually think that since there's been a lot more working from home, we've had insights into people's lives yes. that we wouldn't otherwise have had. And a lot of that is around seeing what's in the background of their, their image when they're on screen or, or the noises that, you know, or the interruptions <laughs> that they get when you're in a meeting or on, that we wouldn't otherwise have considered, but, but that have come about. It's not easy. It's not easy talking to somebody who's really unhappy. Yeah. particularly if you've been their manager or their leader yeah. and you've worked with them through a long period of time. But it's really hard to work with someone who you're trying to keep yeah. for the sake of keeping them and they're yeah. still really unhappy. Yeah. Find out what the issues are. Decide if they can be managed effectively, whether that person would stay in the company if they were in a different team or yeah. working on a different project. And if not, be honest and say, how can we help you go somewhere else constructively? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise it gets really, really difficult. It's the, the tenser the relationship is because one person really doesn't want to be there. Yeah. It's the toxic. It's toxic, it gets worse, it affects your health, it affects yeah. your, your resilience, you're always walking on eggshells, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. And do you think, I mean, if you're, if you're a colleague, okay, and your, your mate at work has said, oh, I hate this horrible, horrible, and you are on the other side, so you're thinking, well, I know they've got problems at home, and I just don't personally believe that it's because of work that they want to leave. They're just running from a home situation. How much do you, or even if you're the manager and not just the colleague, how much do you think we can intrude on their privacy to, because if you like working with someone or if, you know, you've got a good relationship, you want to help them. It doesn't matter what the job is. You do want to help them. But if you feel they're really doing the wrong thing by leaving when it's obviously not the job that's the problem, it's the outside personal situation, how far do you think we can go into that? Or how far should we go into that? Well, I think a lot of that is determined by the relationship that you have with that person in the first place. The second thing is when that, listen to the person, listen yeah. to what they've got to say, um, end the conversation when you feel it's appropriate, yeah. but also leave yourself an opening by saying, well, maybe we can come back, maybe we can have another discussion tomorrow or in a yeah. couple of days and use that break for you to think about, well, is it just work? Is there something yeah. about family? And if 
you want to probe a little bit more, work out what your questions are going to be. Yeah. Work out what the right, so you prepare in advance almost. What are the right questions to ask this person? Yeah. And if they push you away, then um, yeah. that's fine. You, just you know accept, you, are. Yeah. you yeah. accept that. Yeah. Or if they open up and tell you, that's also great. But you yeah. need to have, I would have a plan. And the yes. only and unless you're a really, really skilled interviewer stroke manager stroke HR person, I'd end the conversation constructively and go back to it when you've thought about yep. how you want to take it forward and how you want to support that person in maybe exploring what the other issues are. Yeah, yeah, okay. And again, I know in a previous episode, I've asked you about a checklist of ideas. So if I'm the person who's come back from this experience and I'm now really dissatisfied and really unhappy, etc. Is there a sort of checklist of questions or ideas that I can ask myself to try and decide whether I'm just having a temporary sort of bleep because I'm fed up with either working from home or I now don't like public transport or whatever? Um, you know, is there a way I can go through, am I really that dissatisfied that I want to leave? Or am I just having a temporary sort of hiatus or what I should do and where I should do it? Any ideas for that? And my, what I would suggest is that you write it down. So why do I want to leave? What is it that's bothering me? And whether you do it by hand or you do it on the screen, but you don't just think it through, write it down. Because when you see it in black and white or scroll or whatever it is, and you look at it, you're able to say, oh, well, that's really stupid, or actually, no, that's really, really important. And it's not yeah. about writing a resignation letter. Yeah. It's about saying, these are the reasons why I want to leave. This is, you know, just, just dump it all on a piece of paper. Yeah. Put it down, go away, come back to it, look at it again and say, well, am I being reasonable? Do I yes. really want the upheaval of looking for another job, leaving this one, da 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 or actually... This is showing me that I can't stay in this organization or in this yeah. role anymore. Yeah. And once you've done that, you will you will have clearly, as far as I'm concerned, I think, you will have clearly identified what your next, you know, who you need to talk to and yeah. what you need to say. Yes. And whether your feelings are really feelings about a part of the job or the organization or the new way of doing things, etc. Yeah, so yeah. it just gives real clarity. Yeah. yeah, that that to me, whether you do it on a Sunday night before a Monday morning or <laughs> a Friday afternoon when you want Friday to kill afternoon. everybody. Whenever it is, do it. Have the but brain dump. So you can, yes, just dump it all there so yeah. you can see it and look at it. To me, that's that's the way forward. Brilliant. That's great. Thank you very much. Okay. So... Um, any other comments about this situation or any other feedback or ideas? Make sure you've got some support. Yeah. Be that a friend or a colleague who 
understands how you feel, even if they don't agree with you, but they understand how you feel and you can talk to them confidentially and you, you know, or get yourself a mentor or a coach who will just help you to see things maybe in a different way. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they support your decision. If that's what your decision is, then that's, you know, they will support you. Excellent. Thank you very much. My pleasure. <laughs> okay. Ruth and I will be back again next month. So um, I hope you all have a good month. And again, don't hesitate to email either of us if you've got any questions. Look at the websites. Look at all of the links that will be on the, the page. And have a good month. And Ruth, I will see you again next month. Take care. Take <laughs> okay. Care. Bye. Bye. Bye.